0: I have a question for you. Shoot. Would you rather. What? Mouth. Go ahead. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Yes, sir. <laughs> Would you rather burp or fart glitter?
1: <laughs> That's interesting. Just the I, I visual, think- right? I think the question is like, how, how fine is it? You know, those YouTube videos by Mark Rober. Of, it's like it's the, the large pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do they like cut coming out? Because like, I, I, oh, have, a th- oh, I have a thing no. with gagging, right? So if like, if I burped and it's like, burp, and then like, would you just
0: like have it stuck there? I think, I think even I'd with rather the, fart. I think I'd rather fart glitter. Even with the fine glitter, it would, I mean, it'd be magical out of one end and just terrible out the other
1: i'm gonna leave that up to you you know the worst the worst part would be like i don't even know where to go with this let's say you never told anybody if it was front or back but you know that there's a percentage of people this is just like a human trait that glitter comes out of one end but you don't tell people so uh you're with a significant other and it's holiday and you go into the bathroom and the do two of you are just know? like
0: do they already know the that this is a thing I mean, they suspect, but nobody knows. It's it's a hidden thing. It's
1: taboo. It's taboo. Nobody really knows. Right? So you you come out of the bathroom, okay, and like girl first or guy first. Like I would come out, right? I come out. I go. I go back. I I just we're go all and do for my it, thing. We're waiting for you to come out. And then she comes out like a minute later. Hey, fuck you, by the way. <laughs> she comes out like a minute later, and maybe maybe like a family member sees, and there's like glitter just like oh, 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 oh. but th- but they don't know which end it came from because one of them is is oh. pretty tame one yeah. of them is pretty elementary like first base <laughs> and the other one is like what
0: were you doing in my bathroom <laughs> millennial stuff <laughs> Welcome to the Front Podcast of the Internet. It is me, co-host number one, Scott Garola, followed by co-host number one, Willie Matson. Hey, we both got to be number one. We're the same. Yeah, I didn't want to really like make it seem like we were in, in certain places where... It's not like a one fish, two fish, red fish, canceled? Exactly. Plus, you know me, I don't know how to count uh, or do math. So it's it's in line. Stopped at the Nelly song, I am number one. Yeah, and then my CD player started skipping, and then I, uh, I never learned anything after that.
1: Scott, it's, it's been quite the interesting week. There's been news all over the place. One One thing that never showed up on Reddit, and I kind of just was joking about it a second ago, but we never saw Dr. Seuss show up on the front page of Reddit. And do you think that's because we have a lot of faith that Redditors are just smart enough to understand... The nonsense that came with that story.
0: Sure, I would. I would say that's probably true. Either that, or uh, their parents never read Dr. Seuss to them. That's a sad
1: life that they led. Yeah, yeah. I but loved there's... all of my racist jokes and Can... <laughs> and quips from Dr. Seuss.
0: Yeah, the uh, the star of David's <laughs> bellied sneeches was a really interesting read when I was younger.
1: Anyways, none of those are real. <laughs> I do have just a little bit of follow-up from a previous episode. A couple oh. back, the episode was titled Animating the Past. And you and I had a discussion about animated GIFs. Or GIFs. We can animate peanut butter if you want to. I'm fine, I'm fine with it. Mm. But I, I think the, the conversation for us was around, is this tool going to be used for good or evil? And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fear, the fear was it's going to be used for evil. Did you see the post this week from a guy who, and I'm going to send it to you here, who took photo or it took photos of his grandparents who had long passed and he animated them and he played it for his parents and their reaction is
0: priceless. I have not seen this at all. No, I'm just going to play it here and they'll, whoa, it's coming from TikTok. Aw.
1: So you're seeing, you're seeing... Dad first seeing his father or mother. There's kind of two animated photos there, and, and I think this is this is kind of what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Look at that mom's reaction. It's beautiful. She can't compose herself because I mean to see to see life coming out of somebody that is so dear to you just show up out of nowhere has to just be this like awe inspiring moment. This is this is how I think that tool
0: needs to be used. Oh yeah. People are going to probably go nuts over this type of technology in this in this specific way. This is going to be like that hallmark moment. We'll we'll see uh, all that technology used to like bring people back, even if it's just for a little bit in a small way, uh, so that they can like remember Tupac. them. Yeah. Still, I see no changes in that from people using it for evil. You know, because like I said, that's that's a grandkid, right? And they're, they're doing this nice thing, but the next thing you know, that uh, that dad and that mom are going to be rapping, Tupac.
1: <laughs> Speaking of trying to save people and, and having your loved ones around, I want to give our on and off again update around COVID.
0: Oh, is that still I have, a thing? I, I hadn't yep, noticed.
1: No? No, you, you forgot?
0: I'm going to go to the board. Let's see here. How many vaccines have you and I got? Yep, still zero. We are seeing more and more people getting vaccinated. People that I'm close with got it this weekend. I think a third of the United States is vaccinated by now, if I read those numbers correctly yesterday.
1: And and what that's saying, what kind of statement that says to me is that we're on the final stretch. Final is a relative term. We, don't, we can't see the finish line, but... We're definitely in those final miles of this marathon. This is where I think too many people are going to get complacent. So I I have some fear in humanity that we're just going to say like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to like in Minnesota, it's getting warm. Everybody wants to get outside and they're going to be Mm -hmm. surrounded by other people and they're not going to do smart things. People that I
0: know have been doing a lot of traveling. Yeah, but I think people have been traveling since this thing started, like since the airlines kind of reduced everything as much as they could, but they never fully shut down in a way where people were complaining. And I don't know, I I feel like even over the holidays, there was tons of travel, way more than probably should have happened for a global pandemic. But even now, like we we're reading about these variants and stuff, people are coming in, dragging the variants from all over the world to our state, to other states. So... When you say complacent, do you mean, like, in addition to the people who are just non-compliant the whole time?
1: Correct. Yeah, I think that's a a small minority uh, of people that want to be move against the wind and say this is false and nothing about COVID-19 is real. I frankly just dismiss them as uh, any normal person. But I do think that there's a decent amount of people now that are starting to be a little bit more laxed. Okay, There was a post today, this is is not negative, this is, that's just my theory, by the way. All right, all right. There's a post today that said vaccinations will double to 5 million a week as deaths and hospital cases fall fast. They link out to a Times article, The Times specifically. Which Times? All of them. Okay. It's a circle. (laughs) It's round. On this article, it says deaths due to the virus have fallen by 62 percent in the last two weeks, and health sources say the decline in fatalities is accelerating. The seven-day rolling average for deaths within 28 days of a positive test fell from 406 on February 18th to 154 on March 4th. That's a lot of numbers that I just threw at you, but I think the big one is deaths due to the virus have fallen by 62% in two weeks.
0: That's right. I know 62 is is larger than uh, 61 So that's good. That's really good. I'm excited. I know I've, I've read a lot of articles that have talked about potentially June, the beginning of summer, mask-free, you know, here in the United States. Biden said that he wanted us to be able to spend the 4th of July with our relatives. Yeah. And I, for one, cannot wait uh, to be able to hang out with people again in person, hang out with my family for extended periods of time without a mask. Yeah, it'll, it'll just be good to see people smile again.
1: Yeah, I think seeing people's faces is, is going to be weird. I, I love this meme that's going around of people that, like, they'll be asked to do something at work, and you'll just go like, they'll just mouth fuck you. And then you're like, oh, I'm not wearing a mask. Am I? uh I know that I walk around when I'm wearing a mask at work and my mouth is like wide open, jaw wide open, just taking
0: in deep breaths. That's, you're, you're a mouth breather for sure. Mine is the opposite. My jaw can barely open because I keep my mask underneath my chin. So I'm always talking like I, I got my jaw shut. Why Why's your and jaw hurt
1: so bad, Scott?
0: You know, just hot, tight, sweaty. <laughs> that's that's what's been keeping keeping my lips pursed. Those so, hot, hot, sweaty max <laughs> man. Don't forget Just tight. <laughs> all, all that glitter right around your mouth hole. <laughs> Speaking of things that make you all hot and sweaty, you know how when you go to certain websites? Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm sure you do. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Where are we going? The rest of this, not safe for work. <laughs> no, totally safe for work, but... Then again, we might we might drop some uh, some foul language, so kids plug your ears. This week in r slash memes, there was a post of uh, well, it was titled "Hell Nah," because it's it's a dude looking ahead, and then he sees a sign that says "Please disable your ad blocker in order to enter this website." And four-panel meme. So on the bottom, it's him throwing his vehicle into reverse and looking behind <laughs> to to go back the other way. Do you or do you not hate every single time that thing pops up? Because I always use ad blockers. I don't want to see them. We have not added, pun intended, any sort of advertising here yet or on our socials or anything like that. So we haven't had to hopefully have any of our listeners employ that. But how do you feel about this technology?
1: I have not run an ad blocker. Really?
0: And it might surprise you why? Because you like hot single moms looking for you in their area?
1: I, I don't know how to I don't know how to run one. What? The person a hot single sitting mom sitting in this room who the yeah, no, I know how to work one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the the person sitting around technology who is is arguably known as the person who's like high adeptness with tech. I, I've never really put one in place that I felt like adds more value than it takes away. Okay.
0: The,
1: so it, it, here, here's hmm. the interesting part. For the longest time, ads this on
0: YouTube is, have pissed me off. This like, is me judging you, by the way. This is, that was my judging you. Hmm. I'm wearing a, a wig. I've got a gavel here, big, long black robe.
1: I hate you. <laughs> Guilty. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so, 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 um, for the longest time I, I was one of the, probably the the 0.5% of people that paid for YouTube premium.
0: Oh, and what that gives you.
1: What does that gives you? It gets you uh, fr- ad-free viewing on YouTube, even in the app. It allows okay. you to play video with the screen locked and running in the background. Right, because you can't do that without, okay, all right. And And then it gives you access to their series. And I didn't really watch any of those. I literally did it so I didn't get ads and that I could play like a podcast, like a video form, like, a, I don't know, like a podcast, like the there's a sub for that podcast available on YouTube, youtube.com slash a bunch of garbage. It's in the notes. I'm glad
0: that came up naturally. Thank you. Yeah.
1: And I know <laughs> not forced at all because it's ours. It's not an ad. And we're talking about advertising. Why am I on this show? Why do you keep me around?
0: You're well, I didn't did want to say you this out loud, but you've. You've, you've called me out, so uh, it's your looks. I hired you for your looks. You and your milkshake. I bring all the boys to the yard. I'm kind of torn because growing up, I listened to a lot of radio, watched a lot of television. And this, this, this content creation model matched up with advertising has always been in at least the American lexicon as far back as I could remember. You don't get to watch TV for free. It's it's literally supported by all of these advertisements for, you know, laundry detergent and designer drugs. That pays for the network to run this this NCIS show that you're watching of whatever city's fame. Same thing with the radio. The radio would not exist if it weren't for advertisers. So when it comes to the internet, you know, people are paying for these fees for their ISPs to kind of keep the servers up and running and get service out to them. But how are these websites funding their journalism, their content, their, oh, I don't know, like all of the medical and educational journals, like how are, how are these things getting paid for? And it just seems like ads have been the, the number one way since the beginning. Do you remember like when you got onto the internet very early in your life uh, and just i think i mean AOL had its own ads built in before like you could connect to the internet and you had to look at an ad I mean. yeah and the the early stages of yahoo.com just content right down the middle ads on the side that uh there was that
1: site where the guy sold uh one pixel
0: oh yeah to we talked a million
1: that. dollar homepage is that what it was called
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: I have some opinions about this. I think that for for companies to be able to stay afloat in a sea of tons and tons of companies trying to vibe for users' attention, they're not going to get there without specific types of ads. And we live in a really interesting time where there's this push back and forth on what kind of ads should I see? I mean, are they effective? What's the impact? I really think it's interesting how much pull an advertiser has in the industry because really if you look if you think about it if somebody on a on a podcast on a YouTube series on a news site says something that the viewers disagree with advertisers now have the ability to say you need to tailor your messaging around what we
0: want. Right, it's it the script's been flipped. It used to be, "Hey, I bring in a lot of traffic. Would you like to uh get your brand out there?" Now, it's, well, if you want our brand on there, we have we have a message too, so you you know, we'll put our we'll put our uh Tide Pods on there as long as you don't eat them on your show. It's- or <sighs> we'll put our Tide Pods on there only if you eat them. It depends on what kind of message you're trying to convey. One thing I would have people think about in the
1: U S the, the way advertisers and brands now get to push is more behind the scenes. They have influence Mm -hmm. because of influence, because of how large they are, because of the impact that they have on uh, a media company's ability to project themselves. Uh, Somebody like us, our ability to be able to voice something. If, we're important? Where's that balance of power? No, we're not important. Where's oh. that balance of power
0: though? Is that okay? Or do they have too much power? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it feels pervasive, which is why I choose to employ that ad blocker software. Just because I don't want to, I don't want to really do anything but consume what the, the, the site I'm going to is trying to feed me. Now, the turnaround is just like what you just said. Maybe I'm seeing content that was influenced by the advertiser that I no longer see there. So on the flip side, I might not be able to know what the story is really about. I wouldn't have all the information. Sure. So there's there's a trade-off both ways.
1: Scott, my question for you then is you remove ad blockers or you remove ads via an ad blocker because you want to be able to have content first. Mm-hmm. So imagine going to your favorite YouTuber, your favorite podcaster, and they interject an ad. us Casper mattress. Hey, everybody, here's our mattress. Here's what it does. We recommend it. Or it's made with it ghosts. Company A has chosen to work with us and we have a vested interest in it because we find value in it, too. So a personalized recommendation from the content that you're in is that different than the, advertising, the advertisement that's based on your information that's being fed to you based on an algorithm.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I think back in the day, it was all about who's going to pay us the most money to put their stuff on our platform. Where today, what kind of deal has been negotiated between the platform and the uh, the advertiser so that it can be curated to whatever i'm looking at i know for a fact that instagram sub for that will listen to you and and we've talked about this on the show before like if i talk about vacuum cleaners tonight or tomorrow i'm gonna find two or three ads that's all about dyson or on the show scott that's that's not how it works that's exactly how big brother advertisers work and you can't convince me otherwise this hat it looks like well it's tinfoil Scott okay well if uh you, hey can
1: you let's pose this on our Instagram when this episode goes up I want you to post on our Instagram a poll people that North? believe? leave no we don't need any Peters on our Instagram Or right, I want you to pose this question you Do you want me to pose, pose think, clothed yeah please all right that uh I mean you don't have to bathing suit it's allowed no you don't have to I'll tell you when anyways that that got weirdly tense. Uh, no, I want you to pose the question of: Do you think that this company can listen to you? Oh right? yeah, yeah. Th- This app, like TikTok or Instagram, can listen to you to do to do something, or do you believe it's something
0: different? W- we'll figure it out. But I want you to post it. I'm okay. I got the plan. I got the plan. All right. I'm gonna. I know what I'm gonna ask. Sweet. Should I? I'll post uh, it tomorrow. Head over to
1: the Instagram to uh, take part in that poll whenever that goes live.
0: Oh yeah, and if you're listening to this episode, the poll has probably already happened. So the results are on the next episode. See, see, Willie, everybody agrees with me. I can't edit
1: it in because we're going to post the poll before the. You know what, Scott?
0: You're right. Everybody does agree with. I am. Uh, I am Raymond, and everybody loves me. <laughs> now speaking of things that everybody loves, Willie. What's your favorite animal growing up? Or what was your favorite animal?
1: Growing up or now? Because I think those are drastically different.
0: Well, mine, mine has stayed the same. It's oh, it a has? Penguin. Yeah, it's a penguin. I've always loved penguins. Adorable. Cute. Or as uh, think, Benedict Cumberbatch would say, penguin. I
1: don't think I really ever had an animal that I was in love with until later in life. Okay. But well, it, well, if I had to it? go with it, what is it? It's a crow. I, right now, a crow is my favorite animal.
0: Oh, Yeah, they're they're kind of. Why are you so surprised? Fuck was that face all about? (laughs) Well, usually when you ask people like their their favorite animal is, it's something like at one point is fuzzy and cute and has like I don't know features that aren't associated with murder.
1: They do have a murder if you get a bunch of them together. It's a Mm -hmm, murder of crows. mm -hmm. But you know, they're intelligent. Oh, they're smart. They, they, they are, uh, in certain parts of Norway, they're teaching crows how to clean up cities.
0: Scott, yeah. And, and technically they're not real. This is, uh, no this birds is are real. Yeah, exactly. This is Reddit meta for anybody who knows. Birds aren't real. R no. slash birds aren't real.
1: We get to open back up because they finished replacing all the batteries. That's right.
0: <laughs> what do you think of cute, fluffy baby mountain gorillas? they're freaking adorable absolutely you know who also thinks they're adorable the the uh the folks i'll just say over at r slash wall street bets because this week there was a post that is a message to wall street bets from the director of the i think it's diane fossey gorilla fund for those who don't know the Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund is called the Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund International, and it's dedicated to the conservation, protection, and study of gorillas and their habitats in Africa. Our successful integrated approach includes close collaboration with local governments and communities, as well as partners from around the world. Some new partners just happen to be people dropping uh, attendees from Wall Street Bets. And here's a post I read on Reddit today somebody works with the director and they had to basically fill her in on what was going on because she saw all of these gorillas being adopted from WSB and she had no idea what GameStop was. So how are you so far out of the loop that you don't know? I, Oh, while she's doing important things in Africa where I'm sure they don't give a shit about the American stock market. Fair or Reddit. Yesterday, my, my friend actually uh, sent me this, this, uh, this post, I looked it up and yesterday there were, of the top 50 posts, 30 of them were adopted gorilla related. A couple of them adopted elephants for some strange reason, but still, the giving continues from this community and I think we all have, just like the director here, it's a, it's a video, we all have a lot of things to be thankful for and they're spreading the love. How does this make you feel? It's one of the things that I've always loved the most about Reddit is that
1: you have these communities that give back, that have this outreach, this positive impact on communities. Absolutely. There's a sad side of this. The sad side is that stuff like this doesn't happen in other communities. Like, it's so rare that you hear, of a, hear about a, a Facebook group that's like, hey, we're going to get together and we're going to raise a bunch of money for st jude or we're going to try to give back to the rainforest or whatever it might be you just there's they're small scale reddit a platform like this allows the the breadth of that impact to be so pervasive it's so much bigger because of how many people are behind it how many people follow wall street bets now
0: well officially as of today there are 9.5 million wall street bet subscribers
1: And that's not including the amount of times that those nine plus million impact a post to be on the front page. And now regular Joe Schmo like me sees it and says, "Okay, this is really cool. This
0: has a huge impact. Let's go ahead and and be a part of this. Mm -hmm. Now, on the flip side of that, do you have any idea why they chose the cute and fluffy baby mountain gorilla? Oh, there always has to be a negative, doesn't there? See, I don't know. This is, this is where it might be kind of up for debate. But they call e- themselves apes. And they've adopted the meme from the, the movie Planet of the Apes, Apes Together Strong. Did you like those movies? I did. I did too. You, I thought they were really well done. Andy Serkis is amazing.
1: On a side note, this has been a debate that I've been having with people a lot. And I want your opinion on this because those people that I'm about to bring up, with this debate listen to this show scott
0: Ooh, we have fans
1: and because i disagree with them so adamantly about this
0: oh we no longer have fans
1: no no no. (laughs) Uh, there there are nemeses oh is that the plural of nemesis yes Nemes? enemies that's how you get it that's how you get to enemies that's the plural of nemesis
0: makes sense to Uh, me i just
1: made it up english teacher over here but here's my question is or are
0: the Godzilla movies and King Kong movies good? They're good for something. I I didn't hate Kong Skull Island. There were some scary parts. Made me want to see more King Kong. The latest Godzilla movie with uh, Millie Bobby Brown, right? She was in that? Uh, yeah, I liked... I kind of liked the first one more. When you say the first Godzilla, which... Of of this, this level of franchise. Not like... Not the very first Godzilla movie ever, but the one by... Did Matt Reeves also do Godzilla?
1: I don't even know who that is. It's...
0: Somebody knows. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody knows. We'll just chalk it up to them.
1: Thanks, somebody. Here's my problem with these movies. Genuinely, here's my problem with Godzilla and King Kong movies. Anytime you have a film where it's this large hard to understand scale creature and you're fighting big monster against big monster mm-hmm. you as, as as a viewer lack the the connection to sure. their impact sure so while like it Superman. might be visually appealing well while, while you might get something out of viewing the film a boner right? like that's that's why a boner <laughs> that, <laughs> that's why pacific rim was so well received is it's a visually stunning film yeah but the fights
0: are meaningless. I mean, they're they're action schlock. Like that's the whole point. People want to see some sort of action that's bigger than the live the lives that they live. And I think you know it serves it serves a purpose. I don't know if it goes much outside that. The original Godzilla was created as a response to nuclear war. I don't. And it know was if, probably
1: good because it had a
0: political it had a political yeah, message and it was uh, trying to tell a point. And and these new ones I think are tied to, to climate change some way, but are they really? Like, are they really trying to you know hammer that in? Or are they trying to get as many brands in as possible while Godzilla's fighting other things? It's all about the ads. It, it really is at the end of the day. Which brings us to our first sponsor of the podcast. Nope, they're still not there, Scott. Nope. Yep, they're still trying. Yeah, we 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 tried. We don't have any. Uh, it was weird. So that's. I mean, the winner is You're you, the listener and watcher of our podcast. And one day we'll get there. Maybe. Maybe. All right. We're talking about
1: movies and we're talking about ads. I desperately miss going to the movie theater. But something else that feels nostalgic that I just think is fun and we should talk about it is everybody during the pandemic or or a lot of people came out with a project. Maybe it was self-care Maybe it was, uh, you're going to build that business that you've never built before. Some people built gyms in their garages. I don't have a garage to be able to do that.
0: A lot this of bread makers, other, makers, too. Yeah.
1: This other post, Scott, wanted to bring back a little bit of nostalgia. This week, in Next Fucking Level, there's a post that said, building a video rental store oh, in
0: your yeah. basement. I saw Did this Did you one. see this? Yes. It was... I, I. Some Some of you, most of you have no idea what this is. And for the ones that do, you know the nostalgia of, hey, it's Friday night, done with work for the week, let's order a pizza and watch a movie. And instead of going to whatever store and buying it and owning it forever, we could go down to this little shop next to the pizza place that just happens to rent movies. And not like in the digital streaming form, kids. No, no, a physical copy of a movie that you had to wait six months to a year to even have the possibility to see again once it left the theaters.
1: I think we we forget about some of the luxuries we have today. One of which is sometimes a movie would show up in theaters, you'd have to wait six months and then you would see it, but then sometimes it would go back to theaters uh, like a year or so later. To just pad the stats to... Because there wasn't anything for the for the movie company to come out with. So they would just be like,
0: all right, we're going to put Return of the Jedi back in theaters. Speaking of which, uh, I believe it was yesterday or today, Avatar passed Avengers Endgame again because it was re-released in China. I saw... Uh, uh, I follow Zoe Zaldana on uh, Ooh, Instagram. She used to be my number one.
1: And uh, she also posted uh, some artwork of her... Green as Gamora. Green from her character in Star Trek, which a lot of people forget she was in.
0: Yeah, but she wasn't green in Star Trek. Are you sure? Yeah. I love Star Trek. Oh, she wasn't. Oh, okay. So, no, not green from that. But then uh, Blue from Avatar. She
1: played a lot of really great characters in the last decade. Agreed. But when you see something like this, when you see a movie theater or movie theater, when you see a rental store
0: in someone's basement... Does that make you want to go back to it? Ah, yes. Back to the future. Do I miss going to the rental store and seeing 45 copies of the the latest release? Part of me does. I will always have that nostalgia because it was just so much fun to go down there and get something that I had never either A, never seen, B, seen so long ago, or C, just to have another kind of like family moment where we're all just sitting down together. We're having food that we normally don't eat. And it's just a moment, like a really nice memory that I get to keep and look back on now. But at the time, you know, I was a kid and I was just excited for pizza and uh, the American rabbit.
1: (laughs) I think there's one one part that we missed growing up because we played video games growing up. And that was the place to discover games that you loved. We didn't have games that you would buy install it digitally, and then hope to God that that company would just come out with more and more things. There was a specific design that video games had to appeal to, which was the rental audience. Can I design enough of this game to be completed, to hook that person to want to buy that game? So many of the original Mario games I played because I went to my rental store and I rented the Super Super Nintendo version Mm -hmm. of that game.
0: Yeah, I I think it was one of, mm, I think it was in middle school, but for one of my birthdays, I went to Blockbuster and rented a PlayStation because I was never going to be able to afford a PlayStation. But on my birthday, I got to rent a PlayStation. I think I rented Madden, uh, Twisted Metal, oh, and one other game that I, It was it was some stupid game where it was like a top-down scroller. But that right there might have branded me, with buying the next PlayStation, PlayStation two, which as we talked about before, I was literally one of the only people in the city of Marshall, Minnesota that got one.
1: And now just the thought
0: of playing somebody else's
1: video game console after they've had it for who knows how long in their disgusting rooms. This pandemic has really, has really effed with my, with my head, man. I don't want to touch something that anybody else has touched. And like, uh, could you grab somebody else's controller and just be like, this is fine. I'm Ugh. fine with this.
0: I'm, I'm disgusted grabbing my own remote. If I see like there's a, a grease stain from food <laughs> after like the next day, it's, it's hard for me to even fathom grabbing somebody else. Uh, yeah. Without, without dousing it in alcohol. At this point, I can't grab
1: my own without uh, dousing it in alcohol. Or a glitter. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. If you want to get a hold of us outside of the show, we are all over the place. We have a version on YouTube, link in the description. We have a version on your favorite podcasting platform. Outside of that, Scott, people can follow us where? You can find us on our Insta
0: at. Sub for that. You can find us on our Twitter at. Sub the number four, that. Or if you want to get personal and... Go toe-to-toe, or whatever fetish Willie's into. Just DM us at <laughs> our personal Twitters, <laughs> at Scott Garola. And wildman 293 And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's... What's wrong with your dog? Frugal male fashion. Children falling over. Or tip of my tongue. There's a song for that! that.